0: Hey history lovers, I'm Mike Rosenwald with Retropod, a show about the past, Rediscovered. This is the story of a pretty shameful piece of our country's past. In 1926, Oregon amended its state constitution to remove a law from its Bill of Rights. It was a law that had been part of the Constitution since Oregon became a state in 1859, and it had its roots in policies that were dated back to 1843 when Oregon was just a territory. It was an exclusion law, and it made it illegal for black people to live in the state of Oregon. That's right, Oregon was admitted to the United States of America as a whites-only state. In 1844, Oregon was a huge territory under American rule that stretched from the Pacific Coast to the Rocky Mountains. And the former slaveholder at the head of Oregon County's provisional government, Peter Burnett, passed a law. The law allowed slaveholders to keep their slaves for a three-year grace period. After that, all black people were required to leave Oregon County. Black women were given three years to get out. Black men were required to leave in two. Those who refused were to be severely whipped. By law, they would be whipped every six months until they left. It was called the Peter Burnett Lash Law. The Lash Law was quickly amended and then repealed. No black people were actually lashed as a result of it. But it was the first of three exclusion laws that shaped the history of the Pacific Northwest. In 1848, the territorial government passed a new law making it illegal for any, quote, Negro or mulatto to live in Oregon County. This time, the law was enforced. Jacob Vanderpool was a black man who owned a saloon, restaurant, and boarding home in Oregon. Vanderpool's neighbor reported him to the police, and a judge gave him 30 days to leave the territory. His crime? Being black in Oregon. That law, too, was eventually repealed. But as Oregon sought to become a state, another exclusion policy was included in its first state constitution. The constitution stated that no free black person could reside in Oregon. It also prevented black people from holding real estate or making contracts and stipulated that laws should be created to remove blacks from the state and punish anyone who brought a black person to Oregon or harbored them in the state. An exclusion law was added by popular vote to the Oregon Constitution's Bill of Rights. And so, when Oregon entered the Union in 1859, it did so as a whites-only state. It is the only state admitted to the Union with an exclusion law written into the state's Constitution. That legacy of racism followed Oregon through history. The state rescinded its ratification of the 14th Amendment, which gave citizenship to all people born in the U.S., including slaves. It did not re-ratify that amendment until 1973. Oregon was also one of just six states that refused to ratify the 15th Amendment, which gave black men the right to vote. Even today, Portland remains the whitest large city in the United States, a legacy of Oregon's policies of exclusion. Although later legislation challenged Oregon's exclusion law and amendments to the U.S. Constitution eventually rendered it moot, the exclusion law stayed on the books all the way until 1926. But a lot of other racist language stayed in Oregon's Constitution much longer. In fact, in 2000, Oregon finally voted to remove all racist language from its constitution. Up until the year 2000, the Oregon constitution said, quote, no free Negro or mulatto not residing in this state at the time of the adoption of this constitution shall come, reside, or be within this state. I'm Mike Rosenwald. Thanks for listening. Special thanks to Deneen Brown, who reported the story for The Washington Post. And for more forgotten stories from history, visit WashingtonPost.com slash Retropod.